you're listening to the Soul Yoga Podcast, a podcast for the modern mystic mama. I'm your host, Amanda Aaron, soul guide at Soul Yoga Retreat. I invite you to take a breath for your body, mind, and soul. Retreat from the mind movies. Break away from stress and anxiety. Root down and ground yourself into Pachamama, Mama Earth. Join me for a journey to live from our highest selves. Through ritual and ceremony, we create sacred space together. We hold space. We create a safe container to evolve. This podcast is a space where I authentically share my journey, the good, the bad, and everything in between. It is a space where I guide the modern mystic mama to reconnect with Mama Earth. Honoring the turn of the wheel, we use plants, astrology, and kundalini yoga to break old belief systems to move towards soul-level transformation. By uniting body, mind, and spirit, we become present, enjoying each moment fully, and embodying our highest selves. Welcome to this space. Hello and welcome to the Soul Yoga Podcast. I am um, just so excited and passionate today to talk about revillaging. And um, a few things have come up for me lately. I was doing a lot of writing and soul searching around how do I set fees for a service that I am offering um, apart from doing research on what the industry standard is, how do I set a fee that that is accurate, that tells me that my services are valuable, um, that makes me feel respected for my clients, and that speaks... Um, the value of my skill and what I kind of came across and discovered was that uh, you know I may not have experience as a postpartum doula I may not have much experience as a yoga teacher but what I have an incredible skill and gift in is uh, communication and some of the dots that have been connected for me lately are around um, storytelling. So sharing my story, communicating the things that are going on for me and ah, the heartache or the joy or whatever, that my gift is in communication, in storytelling, telling my story. Um. So that's one thing that I think even more than identifying with being a writer, um, I need to really lean into and hone that storytelling gift. I just think that's so valuable. And along the same lines is um, revillaging uh, this, this idea that 
we all not even an idea okay a scientifically proven fact that humans are meant to live in a village and are not meant to do life alone let's not minimize it at all and i've been so passionate about this idea of fostering village lifestyle and community um really since been a very lonely postpartum experience during COVID. You know, I had my baby April of 2020 when all of the lockdowns were happening. And it was such an isolating experience. And I just really, honestly, my heart of hearts, you know, I don't want to minimize the situation at all. And I also want to hold space for and recognize that, um, there needs to be space for both physical health and mental health. And that was not something that we experienced. Um, our government did not make space for that. So as individuals, you know, I really feel passionate about talking about living as a village. Like, I mean, homeschooling in an unschooling way. So not sitting not doing, you know, public school at home, sitting at a desk for eight hours, doing life, having kids move around you, being with the adults, um, a sense of natural learning, uh, learning, focus on the season of what kids are interested in, what they, what they're passionate about learning and making space for that. Revillaging to me is um, sharing resources, gardening, cooking together, um, sharing, sharing products, sharing services or trading. I know the government is super not excited about that word, but um, again, let's just, you know, dive right in. Let's be real with the situation. Capitalism has torn us apart. And um, as carefully as I can, I'm going to suggest that a dystopian or a socialist um, environment or government or, I don't know, culture, maybe culture is the better word to say here, because uh, we, we need to live together. We need to rely on each other, relying on grocery stores and on corporations um, is not the answer because they don't have our best interests at heart. Even as a doula, I can say that the BC provincial healthcare system does not have our best interests in heart. For our, our birthing mothers, absolutely not. No, they have their liability at heart. And this is how um, obstetricians are trained. This is how this is how midwives are trained. They operate under the provincial system where the protection of the liability of the institution is first. And the individual needs, desires, whatever, of the individual mom simply cannot be respected first. It has to be that liability protection. <sighs> That's a bit of a rant, but anyways, I think it very clearly illustrates, you know, that connection between um, being a doula and, and supporting birthing moms and at the same time, holding space and, and just knowing the value in 
coming together as a village. And um, let's talk about let's talk about babysitting. Um, let's talk about you know empowering our teenagers in order to um, you know be be. Uh, I don't want to say successful, but just to be thriving adults. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. And 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 how do we make space for our elders? You know, how do we how do we hold um, their wisdom and their experiences valuable? How do we pass that on to the next generations? Really, our culture is so. Um, just this Western culture is so unprepared for how to deal with uh, the reality of these seasons in our life. Um, moms going back to work and leaving their babies in somebody else's care. No, this is not. This is not how we were meant to function. Um, moms want to be with their babies, and and that that connection and that peace. And establishing that healthy relationship and not an exhausting, draining, straining relationship between mom and babe uh, really sets the woman up for a healthier um, menopause. And all of these things are connected in the body. And we simply cannot isolate them in, in order to serve uh, the individualistic uh, call of supply and demand in a capitalist society. I was reading this morning in the book um, by Sarah Wilson. What is it called again? This One Wild and Precious Life. And she talks about this idea, this lifestyle of, um, oh, how do I say it? Philotimo, something like that. It's a Greek term, which basically means um, radical kindness. It's 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 a lifestyle of 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 um, of compassion, of kindness. Here, let me see if I can find my notes that I made this morning from the reading. All right, she quotes Eric Fromm. Live life as a study in love and work. This creates an act of solidarity with all men, regardless of the overwhelm. Okay, here it is. Philotimo, P-H-I-L-O-T-I-M-O. Both the love of honor and the honor of love best lived out by the Greeks. She says it stems from a recognition that you've already been looked after and you're grateful, and so you feel drawn to, attracted to, filled with desire to give to another, mostly a stranger. It's grace without strings. It's risk with heart. It's radical kindness without the individualistic catch. It's not a word. It's a lifestyle, a way of being, a worldview. So I will leave you with those thoughts today, and um, I sincerely hope that you're able to check out the Revillager um, Kickstarter campaign, which is uh, something I stumbled on recently. And honestly, it's just the most beautiful, heart-centered platform of um, just creating a space where people can come together, find each other, and then um, nurture this in-person community.
you can find more at fundrevillager.com. Love you all. Have a great day.